Blog Talk Radio. millennials, I don't know if he's a millennial technically, I know he's the youngest of the crew, 
you know, they do things differently than we do. We were, you know, we were, we were, we were kind of raised, you know, if you, if you, if you're 10 minutes early or five minutes late kind of thing, that's how we were all kind of grow up, grow up, especially, you know, if you have certain challenges that the three of us share that K-Star doesn't, you don't give me any reason, right? You don't give any reason. I just, just wonder because it's, you know, a few minutes at no K-Star, no K-Star, but I, I just wonder. But anyway, you know, we're going to do what we do. So, um, <laughs> first thing I want to dive into before we talk about the games is this news. And it was, you know, it was probably, I mean, you had Tom Brady losing, which was pretty big news. You had Drew Brees losing, which was also big news. And then Jerry Jones said, oh hey, nah, nah, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got the news for this weekend. <laughs> we hired a head coach. And he announces it, or, or let me see, he, he, he has the yacht leaked, right, that they were officially moving on from Jason Garrett. During the Eagles game. <laughs> During the Eagles game. I mean, I just did a soliloquy last weekend on how he is the best marketer out there. That's what I, I just talked about that, right? And then he leaked mm-hmm. that the whole Garrett thing, or not he leaked it, but he made it official during the Eagles game. Oh, and it doesn't hurt that the Eagles lost. And did you check the score? Because it's the same score that they beat Dallas to. Just saying. So I mean, you know, people say that maybe Jerry was being petty. I love it personally. I love it. We're not giving you no. We're not giving you no shine. We're not. Nah. We're gonna take the attention off that little wild card game that we're not playing in. We're bringing the attention back to Dallas. I love it. I love it. I love our owner. You know, I, I do. I've come to the conclusion that I love our owner. I do. Um. So now that we know that. Uh, Mike McCarthy, I want to go to Trains first. Normally I would go to JB first because it's Cowboys news. But, you know, Trains, all, all day I was wondering what Train was thinking because we know Train is better, right? And we know Train hates the Packers. I mean, I would go on record to say that the Packers are probably his most hated nemesis, okay? And for their former coach, now becoming the Dallas, you know, I was wondering, like, we still want to get some cowboy love with it, train or train, like, yeah, that's it. Y'all all done now. Hey, I don't even know you. You know, you are not set brothers. Train, what are your thoughts on Mr. McCarthy, Mike McCarthy coming to Dallas? Well, uh, you know, man, I hate the Packers. I don't hate McCarthy. Just, oh, okay. Let's no, make sure fair. we have that. Let's make sure we have that understood, you know. Okay. Catch him back in green and yellow again, or green and gold, whatever, whatever, whatever piss color they choose. Then, uh, yeah, yeah, I may have issues, but mainly I really hate the players. It's just, it's, uh, uh, you know, like I, I'm forever hating Brett Favre. I don't, I don't care that he left and went to the Jets for Brett Favre forever hated. Aaron Rodgers, yep, he's forever hated too. Like they're right below George Bush. They're right below George Bush and and above Trump. Because I don't, I'm sorry, I have issues. I don't have issues with Trump. I think the country's dumb. But nevertheless, I I was definitely. You said you don't have issues with Trump. You think what? I didn't hear you. Oh, the, the country's just stupid. I, I, I don't have issues with Trump. I, I just think the country's stupid. 
They put him in there. Oh, Trump, in. Stupid, Trump's dumb. an idiot, but we had that, we had that conversation. I can take about 20 minutes, and, and, and I might be a little fool <laughs> right. that, 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 that opinion. I'm just saying. But anyway, we won't do that right now. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, all right. But, so, yeah, I, yeah, but you're right, though. The, company, the country is stupid. You're right about that. So, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I, um, I'm definitely interested to hear you guys say, when I saw the hire in my mind, I was like, okay. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a good hire. Um, if you're looking at a upgrade in a head coach, um, but at the same time, I'm like, he 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 has to give him some control because you don't you don't hire McCarthy and treat him like you did Jason Garrett. You don't. That's they're they're on you know McCarthy is more on the um uh Jimmy Johnson and um what's the other guy you guys had that was ourselves head strong ourselves Bill yeah, Parcells yeah Bill Parcells he's more towards that end of the coaching spectrum you know probably not completely there but he's more towards that end so it's just interesting that you know he goes. With him, you guys almost had Marvin Lewis in this. Huh? <laughs> oh, Only interview two people. <laughs> Give the brother a chance. <laughs> the process, yeah. <laughs> so, um, interesting hire, to say the least. Uh, I saw the question of on some of the debate shows uh whether does this instantly make does this make um Cowboys a Super Bowl contender. And in my mind I'm like Cowboys were gonna be a Super Bowl contender no matter which coach took over because the roster is not changing. Not that not that dramatic. Like the the people, the guys that have talent are staying. You know, the only decision they got to make is between Dak and Amari, <laughs> which one they want to keep. <laughs> unless they, unless well, they're able to keep don't, both. Don't, don't, don't sleep That's on. It. Unless, yeah, don't. Yeah, unless, don't, they, don't unless they're to, able to keep yeah. both. Yeah, yeah, and they, yeah. and they, yeah. Yeah. they yeah. can if they want to. Yeah. I, I can get into that later, but they yeah. can if they want to. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Franchise one transition the other. They, they yeah. they, they're able to keep both. both. They could actually yeah. franchise them both. I found out, but go ahead. So I. If they yep. don't, if they don't come to, if we do not come to a CBA, that's why that's how I'm understanding if that, that's how that works. If we yes, that is if correct. If we don't come to an agreed upon CBA, then it's possible for them to do that. But never, nevertheless, I thought interesting hire. I'm like this guy has to be given some control. I don't see McCarthy taking a head coaching job and being treated like taking that job and being treated like uh, Jason Jason Garrett. Uh, he was successful uh, in in Green Bay. They did. They did win one Super Bowl. Some people felt like he should have done more uh, with uh, with Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. But I've I've watched that Green Bay team even on on the McCarthy, and they weren't they weren't always good on both sides of the ball. You know, but he's taking over a team that is that is competitive. Right now, as the rosters stand on both sides of the ball, it's just a matter of uh, getting them to 
win more games. So right now I just say interesting hire. I'm 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 curious to see, you know, we see him in the news conference first before we see Jerry Jones come out and speak about the team <laughs> after a game, you know, win or lose, or, you know, what kind of hands-off uh, does McCarthy have. Okay. JV, the, the floor is yours. I will, I will, I will sure. reserve my comments for the end. I, I want to hear what you have to say about this, my brother. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah, this 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 was an interesting hire. I would say this is a safe hire. Um, you look at his stats that he put together when he was with Green Bay. It's almost it's almost Brady Belichick like in in terms of when we talk about coach and quarterback. You don't know if it was the quarterback that was the one that was successful, or was it the coach that was the one that was being successful. Um, side note, though couple of things. The the Marvin Lewis thing, I really believe that was a Rooney rule. That's about it. I can't see it being anything else. I, I was praying to God that they weren't truly considering him. But I'm kind of surprised that those are the only two that had formal interviews. I heard someone had a, maybe like a phone conversation with Jerry Jones, but that was about it. So the fact that those are the only two true interviews kind of is a head-scratcher. I know that the other candidates out there right now, the, you can't interview because they're getting prepared for games and what have you. But uh, nonetheless, there's still other qualified candidates that potentially could have had an interview. So um, there, there may have been something else going on be, between the lines that I'm not privy to. Back to the hire. Uh, like I said, I think it's a safe hire. Uh, he got this, definitely has the stats. Um, I was hoping more defensive-minded because the offense obviously was number one in the league. They were clicking. Uh, for the most of the year, the defense was a bit of a letdown. Uh, clutch situations, they were coming up short on a consistent basis. Not as many turnovers as you would like to see. But given the given where they're coming from, getting off of Jason Garrett and going to McCarthy, uh, on a scale of a grade scale, I'd probably say right now maybe a B, a B minus to a B. The one thing that concerns me is the fact that he was out for a year and he locked himself in the dungeon and he was trying to reinvent himself. I don't know if you can reinvent yourself that way or do you need to be hands-on. I, I don't know. But whatever he did, it must have worked because he had a sleepover. <laughs> and you uh, <laughs> sleep over. He had all night in <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I believe some, some, some Jack Daniels was probably happening too. Um yeah, yeah, awesome. uh, yeah. Lou, Louis, Louis, eight hundred dollar bottle. Not, not Jack Daniels, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, Jack Daniels. You know what I'm talking about. Some Glenn Levitt, better Levitt. Yeah, even higher than Marengue. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with the hire. Um, I just, I'm, in, in my honest opinion, I would like to have seen more folks get interviewed formally. But maybe it was because of the fact that McCarthy had been on all these other interviews and maybe he was gaining momentum elsewhere. It could have been one of those situations we talk about with quarterbacks that get drafted early, like uh, Daniel Jones from the Giants. If you got your eye on a person, that's who you want, then go get him. And maybe that's what Jerry Jones was thinking. That's who I want. I'm just going to go get him. I'm not going to worry about interviewing anybody else. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. All right, so bottom line is, you're you're okay, but you're not overwhelmed by it. Is that is that a safe summary? 
That's that's a good sign. Okay. All right. So, um, so T, T, before you yeah. before you actually give you your part, I just want to say one last thing that kind of that did have me cracking up about the toe high. Who keeps a head coach in their hip pocket until they find a new head coach? <laughs> I've never seen that in my entire life. Only the like, owner hey, of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I ain't going to fight because we might need you back if I don't like what I see in them streets. So hold well, on. You got to realize <laughs> you can only do that if the guy is still, one, he's still in the contract, and two, he wanted to stay as coach. Um, oh, man. So, so, um, oh. you know, give, give me give me a minute on this one. But first thing is, thank you, Jason Garrett. You were a class act, um, model of consistency. And I always say the devil you know is better than the one you don't. And I hope down the road we're not sitting here, you know, fiending for the Jason Garrett days. Um, and, you know, anyone who criticizes Jerry Jones, and you ask Jason Garrett, what do you want to do? And he says, I want to coach the Dallas Cowboys. So, you know, and Jason Garrett ain't an idiot. So he, he loved his job. He loved being part of the organization. And, you know, God bless the guy. That said, I am absolutely overjoyed with this hire. I am thrilled to death with this hire. To me, um, you know, Jerry was very clear. I want head coaching experience, NFL head coaching experience. So that immediately, the, the guy that the Giants are looking at, Rule and Urban Meyer and Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, you know, no. All these pundits want to put a guy in, in, in Dallas. Jerry Jones says, I want someone with head coaching experience. Clearly he wanted someone that's been there before. So what are your options if you're saying, I am 77 years old, we have a team that is built to win now. Now. We're getting $80 million in salary cap, a new CBA. I have a very good chance at keeping the key players that I need to keep. I need someone that can walk in here, shake things up, and get this done now. Who can I bring in? So you look around and you say, well, let's let's brainstorm this, and who would you like? Well, the first person that would come to everybody's mind is Bill Belichick. He just lost. Um, you know, I would imagine that whatever whatever due diligence needed to be done, it was pretty clear that Belichick was not an option. The next name that would come to mind would be Sean Payton. Sean Payton just signed a monster contract. You would have to do, like, you know, a, a huge trade you know, a bunch of draft picks and, cat, you know, it was, it just, you know, it's like, how bad do you want Sean Payton? And I agree, I wouldn't go all out to get a Sean Payton. Then you look at, um, uh, I had another name on the top of my, on the top of my mind, um, Mike Zimmer, because he spent 13 years in the Dallas organization. Mike Zimmer does not want to come back and coach for Dallas. So that's out. Don't know what's going to happen with him at Minnesota, but they won. They got a nice upset. I think he's set. You look at a Bill Cowher who's won a Super Bowl. He ain't, he ain't coming to Dallas. He ain't, he ain't coaching anymore. He's not bringing back Jimmy Johnson, and I don't think Jimmy would come back. So who do you have left that's a Super Bowl champion? Not, not many. I mean, you know, you got Harbaugh. Um, 
you know, but he, 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 he's about maybe about to win another Super Bowl. You know, there's really, there's not a lot of options. So, to me, this was it. And when you look at his resume, JB, you make a valid point. Was it him? Was it McCarthy? I don't care. I mean, was it um, Rodgers? I don't care. He, he was, he did it. He, he had to have some involvement, 125 and 77, eight years in a row in the playoffs. The only other, the only other coach to go eight straight years. That can't be true because the Patriots have 11. Well, I, I saw a stat that said uh, he had eight straight years and Tom Landry was the only other, but Bill Belichick has it. So it must be him, Belichick, and Landry, eight straight years, playoffs. So, you know, and what I, what I found interesting is all of the negativity around it when the guy has won a Super Bowl, has a great winning record, and when he was in Green Bay, was revered as one of the top coaches until, like, about the last year when things fell apart. Okay, it happened. Okay. Belichick fell apart in, in, in Cleveland and went to New England, and now look what he did. So it, it happens. I think, it's, I think it's a great hire. And I personally think he needed to step away from the game. And, JB, I will respectfully disagree. I think you can just reinvent yourself. At any age, if you do the way he did it, he stepped away from the game and said, I am going to, you know, look, I, I, I know what went wrong the last year or two on my side of things. Not all my fault, but I'm the head coach. Buck starts and stops with me. So I'm going to go create a nice team. I'm going to analyze every single game, every play, every player, and I'm going to, I'm going to reinvent myself. My way, my pace. And I don't have any owners yelling at me. I don't have any players yelling at me. Here's what I'm going to do. And I saw a clip of that whole process that he did um, on NFL Network today, and I was very impressed, very impressed. Like, who does that? Like, you know, like, I've never heard of that before, ever. He did. So I, I honestly, you know, and the whole, the whole thing, oh, and the other thing I will say that I found out through my sources, and I'm, I'm actually happy to be able to share this with you guys and with anybody out there listening. It, it, is being, it, is, it is widely believed in Dallas that the Marvin Lewis interview was real. It was not a Rooney Rule interview. That Marvin Lewis Good. took a Cincinnati team that was, you know, just, not, just destroyed, like had nothing, and made them, I mean, maybe he, he didn't win a playoff game, but he did get them to the playoffs many times. And he's also um, former defensive coordinator of the Ravens when they won the Super Bowl. So it was a real interview. They really seriously considered, did they want to bring in a defensive mind like a Lewis, or did they want to bring in an offensive mind like uh, McCarthy? So I was glad because I thought it was Rooney Rule, too. I even tweeted, yeah, clearly a Rooney Rule interview. But I'm being told by people in Dallas, that would know that, no, it was real. Like, you know, but they just decided to go with McCarthy. And I'm glad. I'm glad they went with McCarthy because, you know, 16 years. I mean, you know, we got Jason Garrett who, you know, five playoff games in 10 years and two wins. And we're going to go to a guy that had, I don't know how many, but no wins. I like Marvin Lewis. I'd love to see him get a job, but just not in Dallas. I mean, bring him in. Now we know that's not the case. I was like, bring him in as defensive coordinator. I'm okay with that. 
than our head coach. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. I'm thrilled about it. And I'm not going to worry about the power dynamic that everyone else is worried about. You know, McCarthy's a veteran. He's proven. He's been around. And we saw Bill Parcells come in after these other coaches had failed. And Bill Parcells coached four years in Dallas. Four. Including signing an extension. He coached two years, and then he coached two more years. And then he said, okay, I'm done. And he, he has not coached again. So it's not like he left Dallas like Jimmy Johnson and then went and coached somewhere else. He's done. He was done coaching. He'd had enough, did everything he felt he needed to do and wanted to fish because he was a big fisherman, and he, he's done. And I've never heard Bill Parcells, who we know is not going to mince words, say a bad word about Jerry Jones. Never. So all of this scuttlebutt about power control and because Jimmy, Jerry Jones likes to do interviews and, and, and you know, yeah, he, he tried to, in his own way, exert some pressure on Jason Garrett this year. And, and yeah, maybe he said some things. He's not perfect that, you know, you may not want to hear an owner say about their coach. And I get all that, but I think all that's overblown. You know, all that's overblown. We've not heard Wade Phillips come out. Wade Phillips coached under Jerry Jones, Chan Gailey, Dave Campo. Um, be interesting. Jerry, Jason Garrett clearly wanted to stay in Dallas. And Jimmy Johnson had the control. And even when Jimmy Johnson has been interviewed, he says, I left because it was time for me to go. Everyone who thinks I left because of Jerry and that Jerry fired me, that's not true. Jerry and I talked, and we agreed it was time for me to move on. It's, uh, it's hard to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. And we had done it twice in a row. And I really, this is, I watched this interview. And Jimmy Johnson said, I really didn't think I could get them to respond to me a third straight year. And I thought it was best to part at that time. Did Jerry and I have issues? What coach and general manager, coach and owner don't? But is that why I left? No. Did he fire me? No. We mutually agreed it was time for me to move on. While they still had a great team and could still get someone else to come in there and get something done. That's what Jimmy Johnson has said on numerous interviews. So all of this scuttlebutt out there about Jerry and power hungry, he's a billionaire. Of course he's power hungry. But he's going to let the coach coach. Now, the one thing I did find out that disturbed me, and I had, I had to think about this a while because this bothered the hell out of me. But then I said, I, 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 can, I guess I could see both sides of it. But so last, at the end of last season, the 2018 season, they did not extend Jason Garrett. I recently found out that it was Jerry Jones' decision to put Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator, and Jason Garrett said, if you want me to coach for my job, I'm fine with that. Allow me to call my own plays. And Jerry Jones said, no. We're putting Kellen Moore, and he's going to coach. Now, I can see both sides of that. I can see Jerry saying, You've called plays before, and where did it get us? Now that your job's on the line, now all of a sudden you're going you're gonna to become, you know, Sean McVay or, or Sean Payton? Yeah, no. On the other hand, I could see Jason Garrett saying, hey, look, if my job is now on the line and, and I've got to, you know, give me another shot. So I can see both sides of that. That's the only power thing that I know for a fact, and I can see both sides of it. Look, McCarthy's won a Super Bowl, been to the playoffs, and – for all intents and purposes, up until the last season, 
had a pretty good rapport with Aaron Rodgers and before that, the last couple years of Brett Favre. I'm happy that Dallas went and got a proven veteran who's been there before, who comes in with some cachet, comes in having coached, you know, two of the all-time greatest, if you want to say that Rodgers is already qualified as that. He, he may or may not be, but I'm sure by the time he retires, he will be. He's coached them both, been to the playoffs, won a Super Bowl, knows the NFC. Like, what do people want? People in Dallas should be doing a dance, break dance, and spinning on their heads. T-bowing or something. I'm happy. I'm thrilled. Now, the other news is that Mike Nolan, and Mike Nolan is best known as a former head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, and he was one of the last <laughs> head coaches. At, you know, he um, he actually, I, re, I remember this, he loved Tom Landry, and he would wear suits on the sideline and would do things to honor Tom Landry when he coached the um, San Francisco 49ers. Now, he wasn't a very good head coach. But from what I recall, he was another exceptional defensive mind. And most recently, he was linebacker's coach for the Saints. Now he's coming to Dallas to be the defensive coordinator. Well, as you both mentioned, the, the defense underperformed this year. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with any move <laughs> there. Love Rod Marinelli. I think his time is over. You know, you, you did. You, you had some great years in Dallas. You, 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 you know, there were some years that all we had was that defense. Appreciate your time. You're getting up in age. Go fish. Go golf. You know, it's time. And I think Chris Bouchard is overrated. Truly, I, I just, I think he's living off of the Legion of Boom reputation. I think he's overrated. Let him walk too, as far as I'm concerned. You know, go somewhere else, be a head coach, be a defensive coordinator, whatever. Good luck to you. I like the guy. I like his I like his interviews. I like his intensity. I like his passion. But I think he's overrated. So, um, to summarize, I'm thrilled with it. I'm excited. I mean, I, I'm like, I never want to rush my life along, but now it's like new life. Thank you, Jason. Let me hold the door for you. Take care. Um, let's roll. Let's go. You know, I'm ready. Like, let's go. I want to see his interviews. I want to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm ready. Like, like, I, I, I'm excited about the 2020 season. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Let's make it happen. All right. Thank you for indulging me. <laughs> you, 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 so, I, I would say. Go ahead, Trent. Yeah, I, I would just say the only one thing, you know, you said you, 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 did, did see one thing that you felt like you know possibly could have been could have been uh, a, a power issue, and that's not allowing Jason Garrett to uh, uh, to call his own. You know, yeah, be, he wants to he call his own plays as as head coach. But you have head coaches head coaches that do that, and normally uh, it's the head coach that's normally in charge of the staff once they're hired. Like, once the GM finds the head coach, then the head coach has quite a bit of say-so as to who the rest of their remaining staff that will be. And that's what Jason Garrett did not get a lot of. It seemed. Uh, I, I think it was just this last I, – I, I honestly think he had that control earlier in his career, and I think the, mm-hmm. the results were mixed, and I think – you know, if, if, where, where I would criticize Jerry is 
you know, I would have let him, listen, if it's my last season and I'm going to sink or swim off of my decision, then Jerry, get out of his way and let him do what he does. I would also have stayed out of the way the entire season. You can do your post-game interviews, but be a little more mindful of the things that you say. That would be my criticism of Jerry Jones. You know, I, I don't think, you know, when, when Jason Garrett doesn't go for a fourth and one and then you come out afterwards and say, I would have gone for it, I don't think that's what you do. I don't think that's yeah. appropriate. You know, I think, I think you come out, I mean, you know, you force Jason Garrett to have to defend himself too many times. I think you come out and you support your coach, and I don't care how frustrated you are. Mm-hmm. And so those, were, those would be my criticisms of Jerry Jones. But I would say that next season I think we're going to see a bit of a different – because I remember Jerry Jones when Bill Parcells was coaching. He was not doing interviews after every game like he does now. Parcells was doing interviews after every game because I went – because I loved his interviews. To me, his interviews were yeah, the best there. ever in the history <laughs> of football. They were the best. Yeah. The best interviews. I don't care what team you like. Watch Bill Parcells interviews. They were the best. The best. The total opposite of Bill Belichick. He will talk to you, but he will make you feel stupid in a second. Like, loved his interviews. And he would do it after every game, and then he'd do his updates during the week. And, um, you know, I I think we're going to see Jerry take a half a step back and to give – you know, McCarthy signed a five-year contract. I think he's going to give McCarthy some latitude. And I think that as long as he feels that the team are going to react appropriately, I think Jerry wants to win the Super Bowl. He's 77, you know. Statistically, he's going to he, – he, he's closer to death. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's just the stat. That's the stat. That's just the fact. Hey, okay. mortality. That's it. We all we all gonna die. Okay, and some of us is gonna be sooner than others. And Jerry at seventy seven, he knows the clock is ticking. So he went and he hired his heavyweight. And I think Mike McCarthy, who probably Jay, you're probably right, had other you know people interested. And yeah, they, you know they had a nice pajama party and had some scotch. And I think McCarthy said, Hey, look, Jerry, I know it's your team. I know the buck starts stops with you. If you want me. You got to let me do what I do. Let me do what I do, which means, hey, you know, there's things that I know you're going to be doing. I know you're going to do your radio show, and I know, you know, hey, that's all that stuff is fine. But when it comes to this team, you got you to gotta let me handle this team. You got to let me do what I do. You want me to be successful, let me do what I do. And I'm certain Jerry said, okay, okay. Show me something. Because everybody knows Jerry Jones. Well, you, know, you know what I mean? Jerry Jones could not interview for six months. And he'll come out and interview, and everybody will want to hear what he has to say. He'll never disappear. He'll never vanish. No one will ever forget about him. He's fine. He's set. He just wants a Super Bowl. And I'm excited. And I, and I, think, I think now I want to see offseason moves, the draft, free agency. Let's see the comp- composition. I'm not so quick. These guys are like, okay, does this make Dallas an instant Super Bowl contender? Well, no, because we don't know what the team's going to look like. So let's wait and see. But if this team was a Super Bowl contender at the beginning of the year under Jason Garrett, then it's likely they'll be a Super Bowl contender this coming season under Mike McCarthy. It's very likely. 
And the other thing I like is maybe that means because I was worried about Randall Cobb. I think he's somebody you, you want to keep. And maybe now that McCarthy's there, that helps the, the chances of keeping uh, Cobb. Played eight years for the guy, so, you know. Anywho. Yeah. So, those are my thoughts. And uh, thank you for letting me uh, go in depth on that one because, you know, big deal. Um, all right, so um, Early Star is not with us. I hope he's okay. Maybe something came up. So, um, hey, you know, great. First of all, I think we can all agree, and I enjoy our texting during the games. It adds a nice little extra level of uh, enjoyment to share some comments with you guys. Oh, yeah. But um, um, I guess we'll start with the Patriots. And, you know, I, I think at this point the, the question is, and I'll start with you, JB, what do you think, you know, there's two questions, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Do you think we will see Tom Brady and Bill Belichick together again in New England for the 2020 NFL season? I would not be surprised if they're back together because the best fit would be for them both to be there, but I'm going to go out on a limb, and maybe it's not so much of a limb. I'm going to say no. One of the two will be gone, if not both, uh, because of the, like I said before, I think when we were talking about this in the last show or, or through text um, when watching the game, an early exit increases the likelihood of either one of them being gone, and we got just what we saw in early exit. And it goes back to what we talked about before. Who can win without the other? And it's going to be Brady or it's going to be Belichick. And you've got Kraft right there between the two because he's the one uh, that wanted to keep Brady. Belichick was ready to move on. And we saw who was the winner was of that particular scenario. So it's going to be interesting to see how the three of them together are going to navigate through these waters. But I don't see both of them coming back. It's one or the other or both will be gone. Okay. Dr. Train, your thoughts? Um, I don't think Brady's coming back. Oh, we just go ahead and retire, to be honest with you. No, 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 no I don't see him coming back. Um, I see them take there with a a different quarterback. Um, and he may there may be some options out there on the street for him that still have enough experience. I mean, I know his system has been, you know, rumored to be very meticulous and very detailed, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Brady, I don't see Brady returning. Okay. That doesn't matter. So, as you guys both know, I'm coming off of two weeks' vacation. I had 16 straight days off, and I enjoyed every second of it. Went back to work today, and. I hope nobody from the from the job is listening, but man, I hate it today. Um, um, <laughs> but one of the things I was able to watch, I didn't watch the one on Paul Brown. Um, I didn't think I would. I thought it'd be kind of boring, and then I saw like the last ninety seconds of it because it was at the end of the next show that I watched, and I was like, oh wow, I guess I should have watched it. So I was like, it was good. So I'm gonna try to find that on YouTube or something. But I watched the 1995 Cleveland Browns story on NFL Network, and this was the team that Bill Belichick coached from 92 to 95. And then um, they left 
this is a team that left. And I remember this, like, when it happened, it was big news. Um, they left and went to Baltimore and became the Ravens. And then um, they had this, they, they actually had to start up a new franchise in Cleveland, but they kept all of the stats. All of the records are Cleveland Brown records, but the team left and went to Baltimore and became the Ravens. That was Art Modell back in the day. And when they did, they fired Bill Belichick. And then, then, then shortly thereafter, Bill Belichick ends up with the uh, Patriots. Now, when you watch that and it goes into what happened those four years and Ozzie Newsome becoming, you know, uh, he was a player and then, you know, becoming part of the front office and all of the things that Belichick did, and you know, back then they weren't making the money that they're making now. And it, it's really intriguing to watch. I would highly recommend any – football fan to watch this. It, it, I'm going to tell you, after watching that and then watching McCarthy, what McCarthy did, there's a lot of similarities to what these two did. And it, 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 it's, it's almost like, okay, you see why Bill Belichick is so good. I mean, the amount of preparation and all of the data, and this was, this was fax machines and copiers, right? This wasn't internet and, and tablets, okay? And you know, there's guys that are GMs in the league now that were gophers back then. They called them slappies. And they were the ones that made the coffee and made the copies. Now they're GMs because they learned under Belichick. And so I say all that to say I now believe Bill Belichick can be successful. If you look back, the Browns were on their way. You know, and some would say that the team that ultimately became the Ravens that won a Super Bowl, a lot of that stuff that was put into place that Ozzie Newsom carried forward, that was Bill, Be- uh, Bill Belichick's stuff. And it would be interesting, had they not moved and Belichick stayed and was able to continue what he started in Cleveland, could the Cleveland Browns have been the, the franchise dynasty that the Patriots became? We'll never know. But, you know. So I now give Bill Belichick more credit than I would have given him in the past. And I firmly believe that he will be able to – I mean, a guy went 11-5 and five with Matt Castle. We had Matt Castle in Dallas. Like, how did he do that? <laughs> okay. Matt Castle was terrible. He went 11-5 and five with Matt Castle. I, I believe that Brady's gone. He'll either retire or he'll go to another team. Kraft came out and said he wants Brady to retire or resign. I don't think Belich- – I think Belichick's done with Brady. I think he's done. You watch the interview, and there was no, um, you know, you know, you know, we want him back. You know, you know, it was well. Let's see what happens. It's Hall of Famer, and your your words are, let's see what happens. So I don't think I I don't see either one of them. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't see, see the both of them with New England. If Kraft is determined to keep Brady. I think Belichick will say, let me out of my contract, or, you know, I think there'll be something that Belichick will do. If uh, Brady insists on going, well, then I think Kraft sticks around. I don't see them both next year. I think that, you know, the run's over, and I think Belichick realizes, hey, I've gone as far as I can. I've done all I can. And, it, and it's and it's time for one of us to, you know, have a change of scenery. We've done all we can. 
That's what I think is going to happen. Um, one other question about this weekend. So, the Saints. <laughs> um, do we, do, you know, I guess we got we to gotta ask, does Breeze come back? Do they want Breeze back? You know, um, do we see anything, any shakeup in New Orleans after three straight years of, you know, just unfortunate endings that kept them out of the Super Bowl? Um, you know, do we, you know, are they going to come back with the same core in place and take another run, or do we expect any wholesale changes down in uh, New Orleans? I don't care those first. I hope they can. I hope they come back intact, to be honest with you. Um, I feel like when it comes to referees and, and the calls, they just keep getting snake bitten. You don't go 13-3 and three for no reason. Um, they, they've got they got Breeze. They've got Kamara. Who, well, Kamara doesn't look like himself. I don't know what it is. I don't know if defense has figured him out, but he doesn't look the same, and his stats obviously aren't the same either. But Michael Thomas is everything that they throw up. He, he might be might be a, like similar to Gurley, maybe not a knee issue, but there's something going on with him because he just doesn't look the same. Um, Hopefully they bring back the whole squad as much intact as they can because, like I said, you win 13 games, it's not a fluke. Um, and, and I'm still going to go out and say, oh, that that should have been a, a offensive uh, pass interference. But I know they're not going to call it. But I think they should. Trey. Um. You know, yeah, bad no call. I get it. But it still would have been third and long, and who knows what the next play would have been. Who knows what would have happened after that. Um, that's the only thing that I say kind of just sucks for the Saints. Dang, they missed another call. For the but ultimately, man, I really am just kind of disappointed, really, in the Saints altogether. This is supposed to be really a better team on the field than last season. And I know that Minnesota Vikings team, man. Hands down. I don't care what they say about Kirk Cousins. I don't care how many lives he threw in that game. That boy is garbage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, yeah. I believe in that. That boy is garbage. And they literally let that game get away from them. I think they played bad, to be honest with you. You got down 20 to 10. You had to come back. Drew Brees made two crucial mistakes at the wrong time. Yeah. In the first half, and you threw a pick on a pass you didn't even need to make. Mm. They come right down, and they get a touchdown before halftime. That was a momentum changer because the Saints were getting the ball after half, after halftime first. They had control of that game up to that point. And I was like, man, they don't let these boys in here. You don't let Minnesota get a little minimum, get a little momentum. And then it happens again. Now mind you, the defense kept them out of the out of out of the end out of the end zone, kept them from scoring. You know, but then it put more pressure on you to get down there. And, and tie the game versus actually taking 
you know, the methodical time to actually win it. You know, and you were moving the ball on that drive. I, I, I'm sorry, man. New Orleans underplayed. I'm going I'm going to cut to the chase with you because I am so in agreement with you. It's not even funny. Look, here's the bottom line. Um, yeah. the, 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 uh, Kirk Cousins is trash. I agree with you. I don't care what K-Star says. I don't care what the pundits say. I, I watched the, You watched him in Minnesota. I watched him in Washington where we ate his lunch. He, we were 6-1 and one against him in Washington. Okay, he's not very Thanks. good. He got lucky yesterday. Okay, lucky. The, the Saints played down to that competition. The Saints, the Saints should have rolled on the Vikings. Should have rolled on the Vikings. I don't get what happened, but I'm going to tell you this: uh, something's going to happen in New Orleans. I don't know what's going to happen. They're not going to have a quiet off season and come back ready to go. Something's going to change. I don't. I don't believe it's going to be Sean Payton because they just signed him the off season to a huge contract. I I, I would find that almost. Very difficult to believe, um, but it could be Breeze. He's he's going to be 41 like next week, and they could be like I mean Teddy Bridgewater was five and zero when Breeze went out. Uh, that guy Taysom Hill, I, I don't know what he is, but <laughs> brilliant. I I don't is he a quarterback? Is he a running back? Is he a wide receiver? I, you know, nice. I, 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 as a football yeah, I don't player. know what he is. <laughs> hey, hey, well, you know what? And 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 I'm I'm glad you said that because I was thinking that as I watched the game. I said there are people. I literally said this because I talk to myself when I'm watching football. I said there are guys that play football, and then there's football players. That dude is a football player. I mean, look at the look on his face when he's playing. He is determined. He, he, it's, you know, Brett Favre, I know you don't like Favre, but Favre was a football player, okay? You know, there are certain guys, Dak Prescott, to me, is a football player. Carson Wentz plays football. I get it. He was bearded. <laughs> he had a concussion. I get it. I get it. Okay, Damn. yeah, he wasn't small. But every year, I mean, come on. It's up with this guy every season. You got, you got. He plays football. He plays football. He's a football player. He plays football. Eli Manning, oh, who man. Carson Wentz has more talent in his left arm than Eli Manning has in his entire body. And Eli Manning never missed a start due to injury. Never. Dak Prescott has not missed a start due to injury. We know about Brett Favre. We know about Peyton Manning up until the last, you know, but the first 15 years. You know, we know about some of these quarterbacks and their durability. This guy comes in with all the first-round pick and all this, and every year it's something. I'm sorry. He's soft. My opinion. I get it. I get it. I, I saw the game. He was speared. It probably should have been a penalty. I don't know about all this suspension and fine. Eh, 15-yard penalty, Hell no. you know, unnecessary roughness, 15 yards, and you go on. I think they should have gave him a penalty. That's it. Okay, but the fact is, we see those we see those kind of hits all the time. Yeah, and the, do. and the players yeah, they, they get up and they get up and they go on to the next play. So some people are built. Did y'all see what's his name Rhodes and that hit he put on Kamara? And Kamara popped up and looked back at him and kept walking. 
And Rose was like, oh, oh. And Kamara just looked at him. Mm-hmm. Some people are built where they can just look at Zeke. There's certain players. Look at, we talked about uh, Derrick Henry and what he was going to do, and he did exactly what we all said. I just thought the Patriots were going to have enough to win. I was wrong. But we knew he was a monster. There are certain players mm-hmm. that they just, you hit them, you hit them, and they're just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then there's certain players, man, they can't take it. And, it's, and I'm not, it's, it's not, it's, you know, A, it is, that is who he is. Deshaun Watson. What's that? I said Deshaun Watson is another. That boy got sacked 17 times. <laughs> Drug people into the end zone for a touchdown. And then got smacked by two people. Then missed the sack. And he still won the damn game. Right. Why the fuck did we draft Trubisky? Oh, my God. And you know what? I was watching Deshaun Watson, and I and I thought of you, Train, and I said, I hope Dak Prescott and Mitch Trubisky are watching this guy. I hope they're oh. watching this guy. Okay, um, I think Dak's a little more like him, than Mitch, but Mitch has Mitch 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 can be better than he is. He can be like Josh Allen. He he's got he's got these skills. He just you know, dude. Like I said, are you gonna be are you gonna play football? You're gonna be a football player. What are you gonna do? Right. Okay. And 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 I, I completely agree with you about Kirk Cousins. I'm sorry I cut you off, but I was just I just got excited because you were literally everything I was thinking came out of your mouth, like almost word for word. I'm like, this dude got to get out of my head. That's not cool. He's trash. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna watch the Vikings get smacked this weekend and enjoy man. it. He is. He's trash. And the guy makes a couple of great passes, and now they want to anoint him. Hey, that pass to Thielen. Okay, that was a great pass. So what? G- give him that one. You know, anybody not, not, Tim not, Tebow made a great pass. Where's K Star? Thank you. <laughs> right. Tim Tebow made a great pass too. <laughs> right. Oh my I, God. I, completely, I, I completely, I completely <laughs> agree with you, and I think we're going to see him be brought down to earth um, this weekend. I think we're, I think we're going to see it against the, uh, against the Niners. They, he's going to be brought down to earth. Fan this weekend. Woof. I'm so, I'm just all AFC, all NFC West. I hear you, man. I, I, I hear you, man. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in your, I'm in your world. I don't, I, I want, I have no desire to see the Vikings or the Packers go anywhere. I, I want to you know. see Russell Wilson have a good game and, you know, and do what he does. And uh, yeah, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a Garoppolo fan, but, you know, but, I, I just I just think this this I Kirk like Cousins crap. Yeah, I do like Shanahan. I just like Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I do like Kyle Shanahan. I do like Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, he's a good coach. Yeah. He's a good coach. Um, all right, well let's 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 look at this weekend's games. Um, you know, I I don't want to keep you guys on all night. You know, but let's look at this weekend's games. And oh, um, before you hold on, before before we get into yeah. that, you want to cap the, yeah. the wins and losses from this weekend? Yeah, go ahead. Well, all right, okay, so, I'll, so I'll the say, people I'll, with – that's what you're going to you can go after that. Well, I, well Jay, you I, do I, the I, wins I and losses. You, oh, because I was going to say something else about one more game, and then you can do the win and losses and move on. Okay. It's just right, one more small controversy. Uh, Buffalo and uh, Texans game, uh, you know, you guys' thoughts on that uh, – what well, what the refs did call a touchdown, and they reversed it because they say the guy gave him up. 
and I didn't know I didn't know quite the rule books. I always knew that a kickoff was a live ball, no matter what. If it's, it's a live ball, and and the the team that's receiving need to do need to do some some act to show that they are not going to advance the ball and do catches it and just tosses it, and the refs is like, well, you didn't take a knee, and come to find out that's actually in the rule book that you should take a knee, and he doesn't, and they wipe a touchdown away from them guys. Yeah, but let me tell you something. I, 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 you know, to me, I don't know, man. To me, that – to me, that was the, that was the same as that garbage with Dak and the deferred thing, and and this this ref trying to say that the Cowboys were going to be kicking off at the start of the game and in the second half because Dak didn't clearly say defer. What NFL team has ever in the history of NFL football chosen to kick off at the beginning of the game and at the beginning of the second half? There's got to be a certain amount of common sense. The dude caught the ball. He made the gesture to. To, to his team He wasn't going to return it He caught the ball and then he tossed it to The referee Now if he didn't Now they don't all take knees Sometimes they don't catch the ball Maybe his mistake was catching the ball But then he tossed it to the referee It was all but I, I mean common sense he, he did everything to indicate I ain't returning this ball And if that hit touched on his stand Oh my god Because there used to be a time I've been watching football long enough that the ball was live, like it was live. Like now, if you if the ball gets kicked in the end zone and you don't touch it, it's a dead ball. I remember when it was still a live ball and you had to touch the ball if the ball if they kicked it and it went in the end zone and you didn't touch it and they jumped on it, it was a touchdown. You had to make sure you touched it and need it. You had to. Now, yeah, that's what I thought. It, I thought it. Okay. I no, thought it now was if you, no, now if it goes in the end zone and you don't touch it, it's a dead ball. So I think his mistake might have been he 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 touched it and then he tossed it to the ref. Like, hey, I'm not returning it. But in all honesty, I think if we went back and watched games, I think we'd see that a lot. I think this ref, because he then said in his brain, oh, that's a live ball, and he did, and he moved out of the way. I think most of the other refs would have just caught the ball, blew the whistle, waved their hands, and it's over. So I hear what you're saying, but I think sometimes there's got to be – come on, there's got to be a little common sense here. There's got to be a little – come on, you know the guy wasn't returning the ball. He was not – so why would we give a free – like, in a playoff? I'm so glad, so glad with stuff that we've seen over the last couple of years with these refs. I'm so glad that they talked about it and decided not to give that touchdown because that would have been sad. I, I, I get it. I guess from a sense, I'd say you need to stay tuned in at all times. You know, the game has rules, and, it, and games have been lost off technicalities. You know, it's almost similar to the quarterback taking the kneel down in the game. Get that kneel down because some teams will, you know, still rush your line. Make sure you take that knee. Make sure you you get down to know that you're you're giving yourself up. I don't know. But man. most teams don't do that. There was that one coach. He's no longer a head coach. He was an asshole. That, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because certain things are just kind of understood, right? And yeah. you know, the game's over. I'm gonna kneel. You're not gonna try to. You know, we're not here to try to hurt each other. You know, there are certain things 
that are understood. And that one, I, I can't remember his name. I can see his face. Can't remember his name. They're like, come on, dude, really? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, you have to keep in mind, too, this is the day and age where concussions are always at the forefront. And I know there was always talk about outlawing the kickoffs because of that. So I know that's got to play a part in getting the ball and flipping it to the ref, no big deal, and, and with the assumption that he's not going to return it. I know that's part of the equation nowadays, too. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just thought. All right. How do you do the carry the way? Good point. Good point. So this weekend, the the people of color were two and two. The people of non-color were zero and four. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Was he really? Yeah, we're gonna leave it like that. No wonder he didn't he come on the show. He switched. Yeah, he was old poor because oh, remember he went from Lord. Texans. He started off with the Texans and switched to the Bills last minute. He took the pass. Yep. We all took the Saints, and he he was the only one that picked the Eagles. So that's how you get to putting up that collar in the win section. You know the mm-hmm. way he, the way he talked about Drew Brees. It sounded like he should have took Minnesota. You know he said Drew Brees wasn't a playoff quarterback. You know then he, as soon as soon as Kirk Cousins throw the deep ball and it says down, oh he wants to get online. You know, with his little post. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Sucking yeah. K- 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 Yeah, K-Star is, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's different. I'll tell you that. He's different. <laughs> Welcome to the land of melanin. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's oh, pick wow. these games. JB, you going to track it? I got it. I already got it primed and ready to go. So, first one up right. we got is Bikes and the Niners. All right. So, Bikes and the Niners, this is a Saturday 435 game on NBC. I really love the fact this weekend all four networks got the games and all four number one broadcasting teams. So, we got the best of the best all weekend broadcasting the games. That was, that was nice. That was really nice. We didn't get, you know, Charles Davis and, uh, you know, Daryl Johnston or something, you know what I mean? I mean, it, it was it was it was nice. Um, so, all right, uh, what did I just do? I just okay, got it. Just lost it for a second. All right, Vikings are at the Forty ers I, I guess mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> I, I, I I'm going to go on a limb and say, is there anyone on the phone who's rooting for or going to pick the Vikings? We'll have K-Star text in or email in or whatever his picks. Let's see, since he loves Kirk Cousins so much, if he's going to pick Kirk Cousins and the Vikings right. in this one. But See if yeah. you like that. Yeah, yeah, do you like that, you know. Um, but, uh, all right, so, so, all right, we're all going with the 49ers. I, I mean, I don't think there's really not much to talk about there. Um, yeah. Number one seed, number one versus number six, 49ers at home. All right. Um, next game, uh, another one versus six. Uh, this is an eight fifteen Saturday night game, CBS, and this is the Titans at the Ravens. Titans with what would most consider to be an upset over the Patriots, and uh, they are traveling to the number one seed, uh, Baltimore Ravens. They rested Lamar Jackson. Um, I'll do it again. Maybe one of you guys will surprise me. 
Anyone with the Titans in this one? I, I will not pick against the Ravens. I am taking the Ravens. They are they are clearly my favorite. I, I'm just loving Lamar Jackson right now. I just love what he said from the draft to today. And I, boy, if it happens, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just gonna laugh. I'm just, I'm just gonna laugh the entire Super Bowl staff. But I would just simply say Minnesota Patriots was a better matchup for Tennessee. This one, not so much. Sorry, this team is almost made up exactly like you are with the with with a better quarterback. You know what I'm saying? With the ability to run the football by a lot of people. So Yeah, and I think they're gonna do a better job. I think they're gonna do a better job against Henry than uh surprisingly Bill Belichick's defense was gashed. Um I think the Ravens will do a better job against Henry. Mm-hmm. I, I still think Henry's going to be effective, but he ain't getting he ain't getting 180 yards on this defense. Uh, that that no. that ain't happening. Yeah. No. Okay. We all agree. Uh, next game Sunday 3:05. Uh, another CBS game. So CBS gets two games this weekend, um, and this is the Texans. Against the Chiefs, we get to see Money Mahomes. Um, Rematch. Yes. Uh, so I'll ask again <laughs> uh, because we've got uh, the number two seed at home in a very difficult place to play, hosting the Texans. And does anybody want to pick the Texans to win this game? Okay, I will say this though. I expect yeah. it to be if the if if the weather, you know, it's been so far a fairly mild winter so far, and I don't know what the weather forecast is in Kansas City, but if the weather is okay, if it's decent weather, it's gonna be a good game. The, the Texans ain't going back down. JJ Watt coming to play. We already saw what Deshaun Watson did. Uh, it's gonna be a good game. I I, I don't think they're gonna have enough to take out Patty Mahomes and and the crew, but it, I, I expect it to be a good game. I really do. This, this is gonna be a close win by the by by, by the Chiefs. I mean, close win. Yeah. 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 I I agree. Yeah. It, it's gonna be a fight. Ain't no question about it. And early forecasters saying. 47, partly cloudy, winds out of the south around 12. Obviously, that's today, and we all know weather can change at the drop of a dime. So, if it holds anything remotely close to that, that, uh, in my opinion, that gives the edge more towards the Texans and the Chiefs because it neutralizes the possibility of foul weather. So, yeah, it's going to be a good game no matter what. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I mean, pretty much what you guys are saying I agree with. Um It'd be interesting. Mm. Be interesting. Um, all right. And last but not least, we have the Seahawks, eleven and five, uh, at the Packers, uh, the number two seed. That's a Sunday six forty, um, six forty p.m. Sunday game, um, and that's on Fox. And. Uh, you know, Train and I kind of already came through, and 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 we're going with the Seahawks. We already made that clear. Screw them, damn Packers. <laughs> um, 
So I'm gonna ask JB. You know, are you are you are you know is it, uh, Jerry Maguire? Who's coming with you? <laughs> um, <laughs> so are you with us, or are you going with the home team Packers? You know, I, I I'm a man that beats to his own drum. I'm going with the Packers. Um, for one, gonna shake things up. Two, the forecast looks like it's gonna be below freezing, with a uh, potential for some snow. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna go with the Packers. It's gonna be another good game. I think this could be this could be set up similar to the Texans and Chiefs. Hmm. Yeah. And let me just say I'm just annoyed by this whole matchup because this should not have been the damn same. I promise you, this this match this matchup is so annoying because it was supposed to be Green Bay and the Saints. That was it was supposed to be. That was supposed to be the matchup. A Rod, Drew Brees. Thank you, New Orleans, for jacking up the opportunity to be up on the Packers. I don't like this matchup for Seattle, but I must roll with Seattle because I don't like the Packers. I will never pick the Packers in a playoff game. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. And, and, and you know, I don't have the venom you have. I saved that for the Eagles. But I will say this: <laughs> well, now we got your form. Now we got your former coach. I can't pick you. Um, your coach is with us now. Goodbye. And you know, I, I think I think it's time for Beast Mode to go back and you know, yeah, let's, let's, let's turn back the hands of time. You know, this sounds like a running yeah. game. And, you know, I, I just I, Russell Wilson, yeah. and you know, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Honestly, I just don't like Aaron Rodgers, man. I just, I, <laughs> man, I just don't. I get it. I'm not even. He, he, this is this is all emotion for me. He's an incredible football player. Maybe I'm hating on him. I, I just don't like him. You know, I don't. R e l a x. Man, shut your mouth. Like, I don't like him, you know. <laughs> he does get that smug look, and I got to watch some stupid State Farm commercials. And, dude, I just want to see him lose. I want to see him lose. Go home. Go home. You sure you don't have my better? <laughs> Maybe I do, man. Maybe because he's not decided to play off a few times. You know, but I don't, I don't know. I, I get it. He's a great quarterback. I can't hate on his talent. But I'm just hoping, man, you know, uh, Clowney and them boys, man, just get in. I know Clowney's playing hurt, but, you know, hey, that's another one. That's a football player right there. He's like, hey, I'm playing. I don't give a damn. I'm hurt. I'm going out. I missed yeah. enough games being hurt. I missed enough. We're in the playoffs. I'm playing. You know? And they knocked, and they just get, they get knocked him coming out of college. You know, they yeah, knocked they him coming out of college saying that he wouldn't play you know, he play. Hey, all all Clowney was trying to do was get to the NFL level so he can make sure he get paid for his pain and suffering. That's what's all he wanted. And, and, like, yeah, I don't yeah. play football. That's all they're doing I now. just want to get paid. Yeah. Well, and he did have and a slow start in now. the NFL too. He did have a slow start and almost looked like a draft bust. But then he yeah. he he got he got to the point where he could play, and you know, hey, he's showing he's showing what he's capable of, and God bless him. But um, now now is when. You know, this is this is when it counts the most. You know, there's a whole video of Bill Parcells, and he's like, "This is why you lift all those weights, right? This is why you do all that running. Like, this is it. This is it. This is. I'm impressed, man. I gotta love me some JJ Watt, man. That guy. You know, yep. he comes out, he says, hey, look, I'm mad at all. I don't know what's gonna happen with my pec muscle. 
It could pop off the first player. It can make it through the whole game. I'm, I'm going to play. play. I'm going to play. You know, i like, man. He, you know, he like, almost made me. I, seeing that almost made me text and change my pick, man. I almost changed my pick just because of how much momentum they were filling up with the fact that J.J. Wild was playing. I was like, stop scaring me, man. The Buffalo's supposed to win this game. Come on, they, they they played like the better ball for the majority of the game. And they just let it slip. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I was impressed this, by yeah. – Yeah. No, I was going to say that match, just that matchup, uh, Green Bay and Seattle, just Seattle need to be prepared to stop the run. Green Bay is not a passing team. I don't care how good Aaron Rodgers is. They run the ball. They give the ball a lot to Aaron, Aaron Jones and to and, and, and Williams. They better be prepared to stop the run. I hope they prepare to stop the run. Oh, man, that dude Jones had four touchdowns against us, man. Like, you damn, you, you damn right. They, I, man, I just, yo, this is all emotion. I agree. I'm, 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 I'm a train on this one. It's all emotion. Uh, on paper, you, you know, if anyone's out there betting money, don't listen to me right now. I know I call myself the omniscient one. This ain't it. Hey, this is motion. Bet on Green Bay. Don't go because I want you looking for me when, you know, and you lose your money. But I am picking <laughs> the Seahawks, and I am going to sit here. I think I might – I don't know what I'm going to make. Maybe some uh, ribs this weekend for the games. I'm not sure yet. Um, but I am going to sit here with my food and my drink, and uh, I am going to be Russell Wilson and Beast Mode and Clowny, and let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. I'm breaking out my beast mode jersey. I got a I got a Marshawn Lynch in the Seattle colors. I'm putting it on. Suck it, suck it now. <laughs> yeah. Y'all no. see y'all see beast mode when he threw that defensive back down on the sideline. Oh my right god, man! Did he have to do that boy like that? That was national television. Yep. But you know what? what though? Because I remember a case I was on a week or two when we were talking mm. about him going back to Seattle. And he was saying that that really wasn't a good pickup. For for them, it's not the yardage that he gets; it's the it's the intensity that he brings. It's, it's plays like that when he's throwing folks to the ground. When he scored that touchdown, he hit one person, spun off of him, bounced off another dude, reached out and gets into the end zone. That's the type of player that Seattle needs, and now they got him. That's a huge difference. So if he's only averaging three three and a half yards a carry, it's how he's doing it. That will demoralize mm-hmm. the defense. You see your DB getting tossed to the sidelines like that. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I agree with everything you're saying, but I think in this game, he's going to have to be productive too. Like that momentum yeah. and all that yay, rah, rah, and all of that lifting the spirits was great last week. That's your first playoff game and, you know, second game with the team. Okay. Okay. I think this week though we're gonna need some positivity out of you too, bro. <laughs> we can't you can't oh, yeah. have six oh, yeah. carries for seven yards and one touchdown. This weekend against against the um, Packers, yeah, he he got to produce too. But I agree with everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. But now it's time it's time to produce because everybody's got to step up because you're you're really playing over your head. The, the, the Packers have had a better season. They played more consistent ball than you have this season. Uh, but you know the funny part about it is. The freaking Seattle Seahawks on the road are like money. They're like money on the road this year. They're like seven and oh, eight and they're seven and one. Yeah, it's it's a it's amazing, and they're like four and four at home. So 
whatever it is they're doing, everybody's got to. This is a this this is the quintessential team effort. Everybody's got to pull their weight if they're going to go into Green Bay and get that upset. Because you know Aaron Rodgers, after not being in the playoffs the last two years, he's hungry to get a win. You know, he's hungry. Yeah, yeah. And he's hungry to, to kind of say, yeah, it wasn't me. It was Mike McCarthy. He, he wants that narrative out there. See, we made it back in the playoffs. See, we're 13-3. and three. See, won a playoff game, and McCarthy's gone. So, right. Yeah. Sure the base. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listen, like I said, man, I didn't want to keep, you know, I didn't want this to drag. You know, I mean, I, I wanted to touch a little bit on, um, you know, what's going on in Dallas, talk about the game. I may do a solo show at some point this week when a little more after the Cowboys announced and I can get a sense of what else is going on in Dallas. Um because there's a lot going to be happening. I may have to vent, and I can come on and do another show, but you guys will be notified, you know, just for ha-ha. And, of course, you guys can always join me. Um, but definitely going to be a lot more on the Cowboy situation as it develops, and um, um, we'll come back next week and do a show on the divisional round. So, uh, last final words, uh, let's go to JB. Final thoughts. Way to kick off a wild card weekend. Uh, I'm hoping this type of football play continues on. We've got four potential games that really could be barn burners. I mean, you look at them, this is why you play football. This is why you get to this point. No one's guaranteed a victory here. So I'm really looking forward to seeing who's able to step up, any unnamed folks that we don't know about, see if they come up out the woodwork. So looking forward to another four great games uh, this weekend. Sounds good. Yeah. Dr. Train. You know, I love the great games. I love the close games. But honestly, 49ers, please bore the hell out of me. Beat this man. I want to be bored because 49ers is beating the crap out of the Vikings. But Kirk Cousins, he like that. I hope he like that ass whipping he about to get. Uh, <laughs> anyway, another. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't hate, man. You know what I'm saying? Show for the fans, by the fans. So, out of left field, I would like for Duke Johnson Jr. to get on Twitter or whatever social media that he would like and send a fuck you to Baker Mayfield. Yeah, my team is in the playoffs. Where is yours? Man, mm. I just, I don't know if you guys thought about that. I just, I just like him to do that as he tried to talk that shit because Duke Johnson didn't want to be the fourth running back on the damn depth chart. Mm. Come on, what, mm. you hating on the dude because he want to get on the field? Wow. Now, where are you yeah. and where is he? Because Duke Johnson was balling this weekend. He was balling. Yeah. I could go uh, on for a while about that one. Yeah. yeah. Outside of that, you know, everybody enjoyed the football weekend. I will uh, – and even the um, national championship game that comes up on on next Monday. So I guess we'll probably be showing. Sure so yeah, that's uh, gotta I gotta see that. Yeah. But oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah we want to yeah. do a show tonight at the national championship game. Now. Yeah yeah. That's, and that's the, literally that's, the only college football game I watch every year. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the last thing, Chicago locked up Eddie Eddie J. You know, to a four year contract, made in the high state safety. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. 
as long as there's music at. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot to say. Um, uh, there, there's a lot of things that we can get into, and we can, we'll probably at some point, you know, Baker Mayfield, um, you know, uh, Antonio Brown. Um, there, there's there's a, a whole host of other non-playoff stuff. But you know what? Here's, here's the bottom line. If you're not changing your coaches or in the playoffs, I'm not really interested too much in what you got to say at this point. <laughs> um, you know, so we will talk about the head coaching carousel as it, um, as it develops. What are the Giants going to do? Um, you know, what are the Browns going to do? Um, you know, I think those are the only – right now, I think those are the only two teams um, that are still interviewing. Panthers. You know, Josh McDaniels – oh, Panthers, thank you. Uh, Josh McDaniels, you know, where is he going to end up? Um, he's got a series of interviews set up. Um, so, you know, that whole thing we're going to keep keep our eyes on and see what else unfolds. And, uh, and of course, we're going to keep watching these playoffs because now we're down to eight. We're down to eight. And, you know, who would have thunk it? But none of our teams are there. No Patriots. No Saints. And it is an interesting stat that the four leading passing teams never didn't make the playoffs and the four leading rushing teams did make the playoffs. It's a very interesting stat. I don't know what it means, um, but it's a very interesting stat. So uh, let's see. Should be some good games this weekend. Uh, thank you guys for another great show. We will uh, come back next week. Uh, I guess maybe we'll go back to Tuesday night next week, but uh, we'll connect up and figure out a good night. K-Star, I don't know what happened to you, but, um, you, know, you know, I think we're going to find out K-Star is going to say, oh, man, I missed the show. I forgot we changed it to Monday instead of Tuesday. Watch. That's what he's going to say. Mark my words. So, everybody enjoy the games. Enjoy your yeah. weekends. We'll be back next week. And, uh, hey, we're down to eight. And, again, as I always say, the feuds are getting settled on the field. Talk to you next week. Good night, everybody. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.